0: Today, on episode 18 of the AFT Construction Podcast, we bring on Joel Wool, who's founder of PPC Rev, and he's also a boutique seller and helps a lot of companies who sell on the Amazon platform. And for those of you that are on LinkedIn, know him as the Amazon King. Uh, Joel hosted and put together the LinkedIn Global event that we attended last fall uh, in New Jersey. And we wanted to bring him on just to dive into LinkedIn and that platform and why everyone should be on LinkedIn and why it's super important to have a presence there welcome today to construction podcast i am brad levitt and i'm super excited to have joel wall with us today welcome joel brad
1: we we met in in new jersey i actually invited you to come down to linkedin global which was the biggest linkedin event in history uh well history is only a few years old you know it's in the making but still i don't i don't think anyone or any other event will will ever you know do what we've done over there and hope we'll continue to do it a third time but yeah i invited you there we spoke there i mean we've been talking i i've i've been impressed by you for for a long time because you get it you get it you get what content means you get how to utilize and how to leverage your content to to get new business and um that's why i love you man
0: well well the feeling's mutual i mean and the reason i brought you on as you know today is because A lot of our listeners, a lot of people I network with, you know, they're pretty surprised when I talk to them about the power of LinkedIn and how valuable that platform is. And although you and I both know Gary Vee's been touting that, I mean, this is something you and I have been pretty active on for a few years now and connected and just just people aren't utilizing it. And so today's podcast is dedicated. for. And I'm going to kick it off there, Joel. I mean, I've been a fan of your work. I've been a fan of how you utilize it and have built your personality and have built these networking groups that will touch upon later, in including LinkedIn Global, but why should every profession be on LinkedIn?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're a professional, uh, even if you're local, right, LinkedIn will give you reach. It'll give you visibility. It'll help you in so many different ways. But let's let's pick something random, right? Let's say a, a, a contractor in Mississippi, right? So someone similar to you, Brad, and he, he would, he or she, right, they, they would generally be posting, I don't know, Snapchat, Instagram, even, you know, Facebook. So why would they go to LinkedIn, which is like this professional network where, where people find jobs and it's got like this, that aura about it. Um, LinkedIn has changed tremendously in the last few years. LinkedIn has become like the Instagram slash Facebook of business. So if you want to be taken seriously, and if you want to get free organic reach, hey, here's 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 an opportunity. Here's a platform that lets you do that. And I want to tell the contractor in Mississippi, you think you have a local business. But hey, what would it take for you to get features on like the contractor's weekly magazine that, that goes out to 10,000, 100,000, whatever, right? Well, you can get there. By being on LinkedIn and by people beyond your little circle and your little town knowing about you and learning about you, and that also opens up opportunities. I mean, you can find vendors, suppliers, and partners. And there, there's, there's, you know, you know, Brad, you know the guy, um, Rose, Rose Builders, in, mm-hmm. in New York. Um, sorry, his first name just slipped my mind, and he's going to kill me. Um, I, I have him on WhatsApp. I speak to him almost daily. Shimon, Shimon Rosenberg. And he's he's a local yeah. contractor, right? He's a local guy. He does commercial. Like, he like what what is LinkedIn? Well, one of his uh, partners, suppliers, slash suppliers that he connected with on LinkedIn, he tells me he saved or made millions of dollars, million, just from one contact. And that I think, in a nutshell, that's what LinkedIn is. It, you, it's a platform that you can use to leverage what you've already got you know, amplify everything that you're doing to get reach, get known and get more business, frankly.
0: Well, it's interesting because one of my questions as you were talking was going to talk about, well, why is national reach important, right? And you kind of touched upon that, whether no matter the profession or industry, what's going to happen is you can build that network, you can build vendors, relationships, um, you know, clientele. If you're in a small or Louisiana, well, got, it doesn't matter. You can attract people. It, you know, the more people that know you, that's the key to marketing, right? Marketing yeah, is and the- and
1: not only will you get like that magazine cover or get no one at that conference that you're going to go to that where last year, no one knew you and no one cared. And now you get an approach and people. What happens is you build this awareness about you and you build this brand around you where like today, I walked into a print shop um, this morning, like literally an hour ago to do a video for this organization that I help. And the guy running the print shop who owns the print shop, he approached me as if I was a celebrity and he wants to like introduce me to his partner and to do this and to do that. And I'm not getting, so let's just say I never got any business internationally or nationally, right, let's say. But all it does is create this aura of people like wanting, oh wow, I've heard about you. And forget about that whole celebrity thing, right? Just. I, yeah, I see you everywhere. I mean, you're you just did a trade show in you know out in in Kansas, and you just did a you just had this podcast out in Texas. So 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 locally, they want to work with you more. You know, locally you can charge more for your services. Locally, you'll get you'll get known more. So that's the whole other side of it, which, which really is the the low hanging fruit of it.
0: Well, what's interesting? I mean, I I learned this at LinkedIn Global when you invite me out there. I mean, one of the comments from the panel was they said personal branding is job security, right? Um, and you think about that kind of your, your comment there, this isn't, yeah, it's not about celebrity status. It's about branding and the more personal branding or the more company branding that you have that, aura, if you will, or that network, which we'll get into because I think one of the misconceptions is a lot of people that want to build sales marketing or their network. It's all about meeting and building relationships with people, just not in your industry. Right. And LinkedIn is an easy way to turn into something big.
1: Okay. One of the things, like people get scared of, like building network and, and 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 having to reach out to leads and selling. What what LinkedIn allows you to do, and, and it works. It really, really works. One name that comes to my head is this guy that 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 does. His name is Bunker, and he does vents. Like he he he, he uh, manufactures of or fabricates like vent venting, you know, like for construction, for houses, buildings, or whatever. I don't know if that's a plumber, HVAC, maybe an HVAC type HVAC, of guy. HVAC,
0: yeah. Uh huh.
1: And he's doing; he does all these vents. He's not; he's not selling you. He's not even. Let's just say he's not even networking. He's just posting, and he's the vent guy. And I guarantee you, if I need a vent done, for whatever, however, right, I'm reaching out to him. That's it. He's the vent guy. So it it almost is also like building a walking billboard of who you are and what your service is, right? So if I'm building a luxury home out in Phoenix or Scarsdale or wherever that's scars scotts that always make a <laughs> mistake All right, i did it last time when i had you on my podcast scotts is isn't that funny how we remember our own mistakes i
0: know that's, it's sex and that was that's i remember funny.
1: yeah so who am, I, who am i calling i'm calling brad and that's just the way it is i mean this guy is shooting guns out there what's his name zev right and by mm-hmm. the way he just he just scored a great job and i'm yeah, extremely he did. happy for him very happy for him he's a good guy um you know, he goes out there shooting guns, right? If you like shooting guns, you know, next time you're out there, you're going to reach out. Hey, Zav, can you take me shooting? I mean, That's just the way it is. Like you build up. Uh, it's an advertisement. It's who you are and what you do. And then people know they, they know that's it. It's awareness.
0: Well, 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 you've teed this up. I mean, there's a few things you just brought up, Joel. So, you know, anyone that studies marketing, right? They talk about, well, you know, you have to be in front of someone seven times before they make the purchase. Yeah. But even more so for any company to be successful, like you need a thousand loyal followers. So if you're a musician, you know, you need a thousand followers that are willing to travel to hear your next concert, uh, you know, buy your next album, whatever. And it's no different. You know, you look at construction or you look at Amazon or anything you're doing is the more loyal followers nationally that we have that are loyal. They're going to get on and comment and share and broadcast and, and follow and purchase. You know, that's how you build that following. And it's funny because, you know, I've been in construction, my whole life. And it wasn't until last couple of years on LinkedIn where even people in my network, people that I associate with weekly that I'm friends with, you know, our kids are friends at school. And after seeing my post every day, they're like, oh, Brad, I finally understand what you do, right? Right. <laughs> I, I didn't know that you built these homes and now I do. You're, you're going to build my next home. And so it's just to your point, you know, LinkedIn gives you that platform where you don't have to really solicit, but you're putting your brand, your content out there for people to digest and understand, and just visually see it regularly.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, b- about knowing what you do. You know, in certain businesses, it's a little more. And we discussed this when I had you on. It's a lot. It's a lot easier. Like, obviously, you go to great. Lengths. I don't want to like minimize what you're doing. You go to great lengths to take beautiful pictures and imagery and, and and video of what you do, and you explain it in a very you know comprehensive manner, easy to understand. But uh, it's a little easier to post a beautiful picture of a house at a pool or a rendering yep. or you know clean construction site than it is sometimes for an accountant right to present his work so the accountant might have to start talking more about himself and what he likes to do and what he eats for dinner you know and who his kids are and, and what conversations he's had with his wife or with his employee or with his you know and that brings a different kind of awareness, it, it, because the accountant, like when I say accountant, do you think of a of a of a of a pencil and a stack of papers? Now, when I say accountant, you're thinking of this individual, and that you know hammers home that brand where you feel comfortable reaching out, to, you know, to one person over over someone else.
0: Well, what's interesting is even let's take the accountant. You know, some of these accounts that say, well, what can I do? Well. If, it, it's all about bringing value. Anyone that's on that platform, how do you bring value? Maybe it's um, sharing insight to, um, you know, tax law that's changing. Maybe it's sharing insight to, um, you know, things to be thinking about, you know, just on personal taxes, or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of different things that people can do in a very non-salesy kind of way and put on that platform and to build that brand, as you're mentioning, Joel. So, so let me ask you this. I mean, through all of your time on LinkedIn, I mean, how has that network grown?
1: Yeah, so I'm actually shifting. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm kind of shifting my content. I'm, I'm actually, I have the Shield app, which I use to track my metrics. Actually now I'm less interested in, in, in uh, tracking, but it's interesting. So my views are dropping, okay? Um, my engagement is dropping because I'm choosing to go a little bit of a different route. Not, not because LinkedIn doesn't work, but because it did, and you know now I'm I'm changing my focus a little bit. So to answer your question, three years ago or so was when I when I started posting content, and I started an Amazon agency. Started with one client, like anyone else that starts an agency. I'm I'm no better or bigger or more important than anyone else. I started like myself in my bedroom, you know, with a laptop, and. Started posting, got a client, got another client, and I realized that I could use LinkedIn's organic reach to conquer this vertical and like dominate the Amazon space. There are only one or two other people, period, in the world on LinkedIn that were posting about Amazon, about Amazon advertising specifically, even less. So I kind of anointed myself the Amazon king, right? (laughs) I mean, no one else had that title. Even Jeff Bezos did it, right? So I decided I can carry that title. And it's, you know, it's it's fun. Like, I'm not taking myself seriously. Um, and and, you, and the audience has to understand that as well, right? So when people follow you long enough, you can kind of do anything you want. And people get you because you share so many different facets that they they, they kind of get it. So even if you'll do bragging or or self-deprecation or anything else, they'll, they'll get it, what you're doing. So I did that. And you know it started people actually started referring hey amazon king oh this guy is the best why is he the best like who who even knows that i'm the best i'm the one that told them i'm the best right but they believe it because that's the brand i built that i am the best at amazon advertising and um, it just it helped me in a way where even if only the guy that built let's say the conference that I was invited to in 2018. If 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 he's the only one that was consuming my Amazon content, that alone was enough for me to get invited to that conference and then to have the thousand people there, you know, recognize that I'm important in the space. And then have, you know, the 10, 20,000 people that saw the content of that event, let's say, I'm just picking a random example, but that's like that's pretty much been the trajectory. So then you have all of LinkedIn saying, oh, this guy Joel is important. He, oh now he's actually speaking at Amazon events. So he must be important. So I kind of like built this self-fulfilling prophecy by just putting stuff out there, not lying, maybe exaggerating, <laughs> maybe amplifying what I'm doing. And I built Or, that or into... what
0: others would call marketing, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I built <laughs> that into, no, that, that is it, right? And I built that into a, a brand of, you know, Joel Wall synonymous with Amazon. And that worked incredibly well. Um, why I'm backing off that a little bit is because I've built up something really nice. I have got this great funnel; it's working well. I just launched a software company, uh, utilizing our agency, but you know, in a software way. And and I'm like, the, number one, I'm in the Amazon world, so I, I'm like, I need to diversify. I don't know what's coming next with Amazon. You know, it's scary to be an agency doing a service for sellers and not knowing what, what you know amazon can change it tomorrow so one of the things that's really intriguing to me is new business it's disruptive new businesses which is interesting to everyone i guess um and i built the network and i've leveraged enough you know i guess personal branding currency or 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 you know audience currency i don't know what you want to call it, to, to go out there and say hey guys i'm getting into the startup world Tech startups, Israeli startups, you know Silicon Valley, whatever it is, and I want to do things. And then I started a company three months ago called Joel Media. And I stole that from VaynerMedia. That's fine. And I, and I said, I want to help people market themselves and learn to, you know, dominate their vertical the way I did, and to become an industry leader, become a, a, a you know king of their space or queen, right? Uh, so we, we built that out three months ago. I literally have an agency now and have a you know manager that's running that that we start with LinkedIn, we do video and pictures, all um, to enhance the personal brand more than anything else. And now I had uh, first startup meetup for for, for, um, for startups, right? Uh, in Miami and I'm planning one in two weeks in New York and then one uh, potentially in Las Vegas, maybe another one in Miami, maybe I'll come out to Arizona at some point. And, but, but what am I doing? I'm leveraging all that I've built over the last few years on LinkedIn to post this stuff and then people already take me serious and now I can move into a new venture. And the the lesson here is once you get like like the line you heard at LinkedIn. What was that line?
0: Your personal well, brand the one is, I said uh, so yeah. is, jobs, is uh, permanent job security.
1: Yeah, job security because I literally can start like I was at a printing shop today. I can start a printing business tomorrow. I'll say hey guys, I'm in the printing business. Send me your you know send me your work and I'll I'll get five contracts on day one. And, you know, that's the power really of, of LinkedIn and, you know, in general of personal branding. And some of it, you, I mean, you can do offline. LinkedIn is just virtual. You can do it offline, but it's way more awkward offline. Like, you know, offline. I'm well, have it's, awkward,
0: every- it's time consuming. Yeah. I mean, it's not as convenient, right? If you can do it virtually, mm-hmm. if, you, if you are networking, like you and I, you're on the East Coast. I'm out here in Arizona. I mean, we've built this relationship and we haven't had to spend time flying and meeting a whole lot. You know, we met in person mm-hmm. once, but you know, you have a friendship relationship, a confidence built just on that support, right? And branding the personality and, and how those relationships, you know, tune in. And, and one thing I want to talk about too, Joel, I mean, you talked about this organic reach. And so, you know, for someone who's pretty savvy with LinkedIn that understands organic reach, let's say someone's new and they don't understand what that means or how it can differ from other platforms. So when you say organic reach, what, what are you meaning by that? Because I, and I'll kind of tee up for you in this sense that, you know, some of these other platforms like Instagram, they become a pay for play, right? You need to pay advertising to Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram, and that's going to get the reach. Whereas LinkedIn, you can have a big reach without, without paying. So, uh, so what are your thoughts as far as, you know, that organic reach?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something that people don't realize. You can literally, uh, I helped a company get started on LinkedIn. Um, they had, on day three four I don't know maybe a hundred maybe a hundred connections right we posted they have good content to just the type of business that it is but the first or second post um, got like two or three thousand views because that's just how the LinkedIn algorithm works however it works I'm, I'm never one that goes crazy over data by the way people go nuts over the data and the algorithm I could care less I, I just know that it works well and that's that so You know the algorithm somehow spreads it beyond those 100 connections, and it got a lot of views. And they got a lead on day one or post one or something like that. Someone immediately said, "Hey, can I get pricing on this stuff?" Um, So that's yeah, that's that's the organic reach. Where on Instagram, if you post something, it's vastly different. There's no way you're getting 3,000 views with you know 100 um, connections
0: yeah and i'll and i'll touch on that a little bit i mean i can look here on our post and we've talked about this that the one thing that's different is when i'm putting something out on instagram or facebook or i'm using some of these other um platforms i'm not really sure who's watching i'm not sure who's you know looking at this content age demographic title business whatever whereas linkedin's a little bit different you know you can go in and to your point you know if i have a post and it has 10,000 views I can click on that. I can see analytically, okay, these people from this company are looking at it. You know, these are their titles, you know, business owner, executive director, project manager. And then it will tell me, you know, New York City, Boston, Dallas, Chicago. Right. And so you have a lot more targeted approach that the most people on LinkedIn are professionals, right? They're not, um, maybe my, my kids, teenage friends that are just following me, supporting me. I mean, this is a totally (laughs) different platform of professionals.
1: Wait, your kids' teenage friends think you're cool?
0: <laughs> they So here's the reality. Their their friends sometimes do, but my kids never think their dad's cool. So, of course that's not. really what Of course not. Yeah. That, that's the yeah, reality. That's, yeah.
1: that's okay cuz Karma will get them when they're dads and their moms and <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's fine.
0: You don't catch up to them.
1: Um, I find myself sometimes like uh, projecting my dad on me. So like I, I say something and then I feel so stupid because I feel like my dad. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like, I'm you know, that same perception is going out like, oh, you're so corny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I get that. So, yeah. So LinkedIn doesn't have that the cool factor, let's say, but it does have that professional factor where people like I said, look, uh, you know, t- let, 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 me, let me put this. Let me put it this way. Two months ago, I had a meetup in miami grand beach hotel rooftop beautiful um sunset right at the beach and a few days notice and we got about 30 people some people drove in from from uh, west palm and who knows where and it was a linkedin meetup right two uh-huh. months later yeah. literally two months later um this week I did the same thing, but this time I closed the invites and I said, this is for people in the startup space. But again, I, I, I leveraged LinkedIn for it. Okay, I use LinkedIn, so I don't wanna you know knock on LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn for it. And this time I brought 15 people that actually made it and I literally had half a billion dollars in the room. Literally, like one company was on the Toronto Stock Exchange, another, two other companies were like these super startups and just, just to – like you could actually get serious results depending on what you use the platform for. Some people just use it as Facebook and they're excited that people give them views and likes and that's it. But even then, they're, they're still getting business. They're still getting people reaching out to them and saying, hey, uh, you do uh, you know, printing or you, know, you do uh, whatever it is and I can use some help in that area.
0: Well, let me ask you this, Joel. I mean, with that said, I mean, we know the power of these meetups and conferences, right? And, you know, but as far as LinkedIn itself, someone who's starting, should they be targeting or connecting with people in their network, outside their network? You know, how can someone start building those connections?
1: So I advise people to build it very simply. You start out with, you have like a, a trifecta approach. You connect with people in your network, um, which means if you're in the healthcare business, so you're connecting with people in the healthcare industry, within your, you know, geographic location. Let's say, so that's that's number one. You got to do that every day, like grow your network. Number two, similar people similar to you, but you know, with go 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 a little further, go go to the whole country. Let's say, um. Go to a more broad version of the industry, and then number three, you stop posting. And the best way of posting is just sharing your journey. When you do that, people connect. Uh, people like and comment. Make sure to connect with every single one of them because they're engaged. They they just were engaged with your content. They like what you put out. Maybe they'll like it again. That helps. So over that that approach will help build a really large, strong, engaged network that's actually pretty on target.
0: Well, here's, here's one thing and I'll, and I'll build on that. What's interesting. What I started realizing is that, um, and, and this is something I spoke about there at the conference, Is, you know, for me, even though I had construction experience and I'd work on some, some vi- work on some, uh, well-known, you know, staples here in town from a construction standpoint, you know, one of the hotels here in town, you know, I'm still competing with guys that are well-seasoned and have had companies for 30, 40 years and have built a brand and have these relationships, right? That they've built over the years. And what I found was, is that, you know, being young and I would cold call or solicit and, and message or email, you know, different architects or designers. Um, and to be honest, they wouldn't return my call or even engage me. Right. And, Mm -hmm. You know, it's a tough way to sell, right, that solicitations, And so one of the advantages is, okay, well, let's let's find the backdoor approach. You know, you connect with them on LinkedIn. You know, I connect with this architect. I, I I start supporting them and commenting, and then I'm posting my content so they can start seeing, you know, what we're doing and see that reputation and see our branding and see everything. And then it, you know, full circle, you know, you fast forward two years, well, now these same people. I, I, I couldn't network with and build this relationship with previously. Now, you know, we're texting, working together, doing projects and it, you know, that rel- relationship totally changed us through social media.
1: It's it's funny you say that. It's almost like I can so relate to that because it's almost like the circle, the wheel that, that keeps on turning, like people that I've tried selling to in other businesses, I've tried working with them, selling for them. And, you know, even, even like some relatives and, just like, uh, you know, quasi friends, you know, acquaintances that I tried working with, tried to it, it almost like every single one of them, literally like dozens of people that over the years I've tried or I've worked together in some capacity, but they didn't take me serious or I wasn't serious or whatever it was now, like literally I, I've gotten business. I would say from at least a dozen people that, that fit into that criteria that, that I've either tried you know, pushing before selling them, you know, servicing them, or working for them, and it's quite incredible to to watch that happen. And but you you know, you and I both know this. I think you got to stay humble, and no matter you know where where we go, you got you got to remember the the hard times, those cold calls, the you know reaching out and and praying that they that they respond and and that you can make a couple of bucks. Uh,
0: I I remember those tough times. <laughs> well, yeah. And one thing I'll say to anyone that's starting out, I mean, and, and I'll say, I don't want to say a pet peeve, but one thing for me is that in my inbox on LinkedIn, I mean, I have so many messages and, and most of them I haven't even got to or, and been through, you know, I don't spend a lot of time in my messages, but on my page, you know, as I'm interacting with my network or comedy back or, you know, email, I'm networking. And so what I found is that, you know, for anyone that's looking how to bridge that gap, You know, and they're saying, okay, how can I build my network? How can I build this community? Well, instead of doing just a message and solicit right away, you know, because the one thing that I'm sure bothers you, too, Joel, is you connect with someone and five minutes later, get something in your inbox saying, hey, can I sell you this? You know, right, right, Um, right, right. Drives me crazy. But why why not for six months? And yeah, there's some time involved there. But why not start building that relationship and commenting and saying, hey, Joel, I love what you're doing. You know, I love that. Word of wisdom, I love that video, I love this. And then what ends up happening, you start seeing the same person come up and comment, comment. Then eventually they say, Hey, you know, here's something of value that I can offer you, you know, based on these other posts you've had, and they've already kind of built a rapport, right? And I think that's one of the advantages of LinkedIn.
1: Yes, I think that's the biggest takeaway from our conversation. If you're listening and you're out there and I mean, naturally you have to sell, right? So you think, Oh, here's a network, let me start. Oh, he he does, you know, construction or he does, you know, e-commerce. Let, let me, let me reach out. Um, it, it's, it's a very wrong strategy. And if you're a salesperson and, and you work with numbers, I'll say fine. Continue to do that. Continue to hit the phone for eight hours a day, but for one hour a day, engage, share. You do not use LinkedIn as a co- I've used LinkedIn. I've been on LinkedIn for at least eight years now. Uh, I've had three different accounts. I was excited about LinkedIn years ago. I would tell everyone I know, get onto LinkedIn. You got people looked at me like I was crazy because for the, I was I was cold selling right for years and years, and then I got LinkedIn, and now I got the buyers for the biggest corporations, the largest retailers, wholesalers, distributors. Everyone that I needed to reach was right there, and they weren't getting a thousand messages a day back then. So they actually answered. So if I wanted to reach out to Macy's. I hit up five buyers one of the buyers answered me one of the buyers had a report you know a report with me and we actually got things moving so but those days are over what you need to do today if you you want to be a cold sales guy sales lady do it but don't use LinkedIn for that use LinkedIn to share and that goes to people who don't understand what sharing means like if you don't understand what sharing means and giving value and engaging forget it like you don't even understand it but Understand this. Keep on doing what you're doing, but set aside one hour a day, a half hour a day, like set aside some time where you're actually sharing your journey, engaging with others, commenting and liking, and w- that'll come back to you tenfold. So, so I'm if gonna you know, now if you, Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna say this, Joel. So and and I completely agree. I think you need to be spending at least an hour to hour and a half a day on social media and doing that. But so, what if I'm the person that comes and says, Joel, I don't have time. How do you right. make time? I don't have time to spend an hour. What would you tell them?
1: Okay, I mean that you know, you know, people always say like you have time. Like everyone has time. You know, just cut down somewhere else. Like stop watching, you know, football. Cut down. Like you know, stop with uh, watching the news. You have time. This is worth the investment. Yeah, I, you know, there are certain things that I know. <laughs> this is one of those things. Like I know this with a hundred percent certainty. If you invest the time, you invest an hour a day, you will recover. You will profit from it extremely well. So you got time and start with one post a day. It, it, it takes two minutes. And the 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 concept of giving value first, which is very hard, when, especially if you're a small, like a, a you know solo entrepreneur and you're out there just trying to get business and you, you actually got to make, you know, rent. And you don't want to waste time posting or offering value. It's such a mistake because you just suck it up and do it because it will come back at you. It, you will profit from it.
0: It's such great advice. I mean, the reality is Joel, I mean all of us, yes, we're busy. We all have things that consume our day, but you kind of touched upon it that it's priorities, right? If you make this a priority and, and you actually utilize it, that you will have a value. It, it will return itself to you. Um, an hour day is optimal and as you can spend that time engaging and getting on there and, and building that network, it'll pay itself forward, even if, you know, in the beginning it's a little lean as you're trying to make ends meet. So le- let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, I Our, listen,
1: I did it. I needed I needed those first clients. Like you wouldn't believe it. But I took some time and projected like I'm building something huge and wasn't being needy and I wasn't being salesy. I never ever asked anyone for their business, even when I was just starting up. I, I just spoke about it. I, I I spoke about it in a way that was educational. People understood what I did. And then they gave me their business. I didn't take their business. They gave it to me.
0: So let me ask you then, I mean, with that point, I mean, do you feel that there's a way, because it is quick and easy. I mean, only a few minutes to post on LinkedIn, um, because you don't have to, Tag a ton of people. Do hashtags to the extent of like Instagram. Right. So, is there a strategy that people should look at on how they should post content to the LinkedIn platform?
1: No, I think I think you just have to post. I, I think you can do, you know, pictures. You can do videos. You can do uh, text. Keep it simple. I think if 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 you like reading long stories, by all means, you know, type up a long story. If you like watching long videos. Go ahead and do it, but ultimately you're gonna see uh, based on the results what people engage with, what they like, and if you get more views on text, don't, don't bother with video. You know, if you, if you don't like how you look on video, do do a little bit, do something, and and then I, it, it's kind of snowballs because you start realizing what works for you and what doesn't. But very simply, just take out your phone, like point and shoot. And that, that's the other thing, right? If you don't like networking, if it's hard for you to sell, if it's hard for you to get out there and speak to people, just your phone, just talk to your phone. That's all you got to do is <laughs> take your phone out, put a post up and you're not, you're not even networking. You're just, you're just putting posts out there uh, and, you know, the audience will, you know, start showing up.
0: It's interesting you say that because I, there, there was another colleague I was networking with. And one thing that he changed, his whole strategy is funny. He, you know, when it came to the the time constraint, right. And you think about how limited we are on time and how hard it is to engage. And what he would start doing is, you know, and, and I know there's other LinkedIn users that do this is he would start messaging people on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever platform. And he would be doing voice messages, you know, so he's driving home from work instead of trying to, text on the road on the highway you know he would just talk through his bluetooth and send a quick message and so what he was doing is optimizing his time throughout the day right maybe instead of listening to music you know Mm -hmm. now he's engaging to his audience and answering questions it is very personal and people felt hey here's you know this doctor that is a busy guy and he's taking the time to hear his voice and just send a simple text even if he doesn't like how he looks on video right
1: beautiful exactly and you should know i'm working uh with a very interesting new platform now and we'll see what happens because it's easy to plan a new platform but one of the things that it's easy to plan right but it's it's very hard to execute one of the things that uh, this this platform will do is allow you to do voice only so that's that's a very interesting uh, concept there because some people don't want to be on video for whatever reason
0: I think all of us have insecurities to some extent and you find that even the people that are more natural even um, if they're not all done up or you're not ready for the day, but you're posting content and putting videos, you know, it just kind of shows a little bit more about you. I think all of us for the most part, are regular people. Right. And, you know, even though we don't like hearing our voice or maybe seeing ourselves on camera, you know, there's value there. If, if you're willing to take that leap and do it, you know, for me, it took time to do it, but I've seen the value there. I mean, you do Joel, I mean, you are on video all the time. And I think, you know, for someone who's living on the other side of the, of the U S there's value there because it's like, you feel like, you know, that person. So when you meet them, it's a totally different experience because there's a personality already built through that platform.
1: Yeah. And I got to tell you, like, you know, when you do, and I don't try not to do too much of it it starts like, it starts, it starts getting to your head. Like you just always putting yourself out there and you know, it's not so positive for, for your soul, let's say, but, um, I I was I just had this meetup in Miami and this guy this guy this guy was attended and, and we're actually working together now. This is two days later and we have a project planned. And you know what he told me afterwards? He's like I was so surprised because he you know, he looked up to me like someone who's doing big things and, and he says, You actually did not make it about yourself and you were you were sincerely interested in people there and you were asking people questions and um, I, I think that you could build your brand, um, you know, on LinkedIn, your personal brand, and then you can, when you actually meet, that's when you actually can solidify and and, and kind of cement the relationship in a way that's like really meaningful. Because oh, we know each other for so long, and now when you meet, it's it's like make it or break it. Are you are you better? in person or worse, sometimes, you know, the answer is not great. So you gotta, yep. you gotta, you, you always gotta keep that in mind. You gotta be thoughtful about how you're, you know, what you're saying and, and how you're approaching things.
0: Joel, I'll say this, are there any hacks? And I don't want to say hack, but are there any ways that people can build their audits? You know, we talked about one way, you know, that I utilized was, was targeting specific professionals that were on there and connecting with them, send the invitation, uh, you know, and then, and then supporting them. Have you seen other ways? Maybe it's, you know, commenting on large followings, you know, and and or tagging them in your post. Have you seen anything that also helps build that?
1: To build what? I'm sorry, I was just
0: uh, your your reach, like build your network, build. Oh your yeah,
1: I, I I really stay away from that stuff. Um, I, I don't think you should be tagging people just for just for reach. I think the only time you tag someone is if they're actually related to that post. Like, if I saw a beautiful home and I said, Hey Brad, you know, check this out. That's appropriate because you know it's appropriate. I think it's all got to be very natural and very organic, and people see through it. So I don't, I don't like that. Look, ultimately, every person has different skill sets. Some people are great at, at you know leveraging social media and getting millions of views. Um, other people are not that great, but they're great at other things. So you, if you're gonna get 10,000 views a month instead of 10 million views, that's fine. Use that, but't don't, like, don't try to use shortcuts. Um, and then not know how to back that up, right? Because if you did know, then you wouldn't need those shortcuts. That's, that's kind of like where I'm going with this. Like there, there are some extremely popular people on LinkedIn that are literally getting, I don't know, 10, 20 million views a month. And they're taking shortcuts and they're getting false inflation. And they've got like these, these engagement pods and they're getting hundreds of likes there. And at this point, they probably don't need to use the engagement pause anymore because people think they're a celebrity therefore if they post let me like it because you know the perception had but they actually don't even offer value if you're a little smart and you get like you wouldn't even hire them to work for you or you know to use their marketing services or whatever else they they offer and it's just a giant waste of time so you got to be real to what you are and what you do
0: I love that advice because what's happening is, is you, you, you don't want to have this fraud, um, you know, marketing approach and you don't want to be out there just building a false audience, if you will. So it's not so much, you know, target, I don't, I don't want to say hacks, but what you want to do is there has to be, be value there, right? So if I'm going to attack Joel and something, it has to be relatable to him, not just go on to hope that he'll comment or like it. And then, you know that'll blow up my feed. You know that's what we want to avoid.
1: But and it doesn't. By the way, it doesn't. Like if it does, like think think about Gary Vee cuz he's like one of the biggest guys on on LinkedIn, right? And he's, you know, on social media in general. If Gary Vee likes your your post, okay? Yes, you're going to get a 1000 likes there, let's say. But that's that. He's not he's not commenting again tomorrow. So what right. have you what have you accomplished, you know? Maybe you've gotten a couple new followers. What what have you actually accomplished? Is that going to lead you to, to, to new business? So you got to stay away from that, and you got to stay, you know, true to what you are and what what you've got. You, you know, your skills, your abilities, um, your know-how. That's all.
0: And and I love that because I think what you're looking at is lasting value, right? So as you're absolutely making those connections. Listen, like make- if you look if
1: you look at it, like yeah, there are people that hack the way they're aggressive. Forget about LinkedIn, like in life, and they just, ha- like, they, they'll take risks, they'll be aggressive, they'll step on people, they'll take shortcuts, but ultimately, as you get older, you know, now I'm, you know, I'm hitting 40 soon, and, like, as you get older, you start seeing more and more of, the, of their downfalls, right? And like, when you're younger, you're like, look at the well, wall, he did it, they did it, she did it, but then you start seeing one after the other, and they fall. And now you know. Now we're seeing it in the, in the startup world. We saw Elizabeth, whatever her name was, in a blood test. And we saw a rework. I don't, you know, that that hasn't ended yet. Casper now, like you, you, see people being very aggressive, say whatever, do whatever. But at the end, really at the end, it, you'll see them collapse. And you wanna, you wanna have a good reputation. You wanna be true to yourself. You wanna be able to sleep at night. That's all. Like even if it works for you, can you sleep well at night? Or do you like yourself? <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, and I think you know we can close it with that. That you know, for anyone listening. Oh, by the way, you, so oh, go ahead
1: before you close it. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not into politics. I used to be a crazy into politics. I'm not into politics anymore, because it doesn't really reflect much on my life either way. So I remember the one of. I think the last interview George Bush, um, the second one, uh, George W., fellow Texan, he did with uh, Sean Hannity. And I, I'll, you know, it was it was after eight years in office. Uh, whatever you thought about him, that last day or last couple of days, look, he he's he's doing this interview, and he and he tells him, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day, I have to look myself in the mirror. And, and the way he said it was just so sincere that I, I really felt that 100%. He meant that, that all these actions you take, whatever it is, you know, politics, you got to look yourself in the mirror and, and and be comfortable with what you see. It sounded very sincere to me. I don't care who's listening. You liked him. You didn't like him. By the way, suddenly everyone likes him now. You know, years later. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> always how it happens, right? He was so hated. I, I don't know what your side is, but if you remember, he was he was far oh, more yeah. hated than Trump was. He was oh, Like yeah. <laughs> and now, oh he he would be an angel next to Trump. You know, give Trump. Politics 10 years, is same, a funny business. The, oh yeah. yeah. the same thing. But that, that 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 is the point though. Like looking yourself in the mirror and, and being able to sleep at night. Uh, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. And and I think that's just great life advice right there, Joel. I mean, for anyone listening, that's just great life advice, yeah. uh, especially how we do business and interact with other people, right? right. Um, but but I'll just say in close, I mean, for anyone listening, just LinkedIn. I mean, if you want to see different ways to engage, follow Joel. We'll have him tagged on here. And, and just make sure it's sincere that as you're building that network, you know, target those people and, and realize that if you're targeting people that are in your network and connected with them, you know, as they're commenting and engaging, then their network sees it as well. And so it does build that audience but it's the right audience. And that's what Joel alluded to is that make sure you're really spending time, not just for Gary Vee, but you know, someone that's more tuned into your industry that'll help build that network. And a global brand will build any company, no matter what platform or industry you're in for sure. Right on. Thank you for Joel, having me, Brad. Joel. Uh, yeah. Thanks for making time. I know you're busy, so you gr- gave some great insight and great to hear a little bit about your story. And and until the next uh, LinkedIn global you know, we'll just we'll just keep communicating via LinkedIn. It,
1: it might be like Startup Global, but you, you'll be invited.
0: <laughs> you know, I'll be there. Thank you all for tuning in to the episode today with Joel. i thankful to have him on. And next week, we're going to bring on JJ Levinsky for the third appearance. A lot of our listeners have sent in a question asking about how to deal with a difficult customer. So in that conversation, we talk about the difficulties that we have in our communication with our clients. And some of this may be the client. Some of it may be us and our procedures and methods and lack of communication. So definitely stay tuned for next week.